Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, hello. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always by Bo Brock. And Bo, kind of a big deal today as we welcome in just a couple minutes NFL insider extraordinaire Ian Rapsheet Rappaport to PHNX Cardinals <laughs> Live. But before we do that, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. Excited to see what rap sheets, uh, what what he's getting, he's kind of getting his finger in the pulse on. You know, is it going to be a Kyler Murray extension? Is that coming down? Also, we've got uh, Arizona Cardinals roster, some voids that need to be filled, I think, before yes. training camp, before preseason, and before the 2022 regular season. So, does rap sheet have some news for us? We've got some preloaded questions, but uh, we've got a little bit of time. If there's anything you want us to ask him, Put it in the chat. We'll do our best. We'll try to get to all the big topics. We are going to ask about uniforms, so I'm put that put that to bed right away. <laughs> we'll ask him if the Cardinals are due and when we can expect new uniforms. Maybe not off the bat, but we will talk about that. What else we want to talk about first thing first here, Bo, is a player that the Cardinals seemingly were linked to at a position of need did sign this morning with an NFC rival in Philadelphia, that being James Bradbury, formerly of the New York Giants, agreed to terms on a one-year deal from our boy rap sheet, uh, $10 million from Philadelphia. Uh, he goes there along with Darius Slay and company, rounding out the Eagles cornerback groom. A little disappointing. Uh, we had not heard outside of a John Gambadaro tweet much interest, but the Cardinals, that's a position of need. Robert Alford, we haven't heard what's going on with him. Jeff Gladney's got his old number. They, they're really top-heavy at that position. They need some depth. They need some veteran depth. I mean, are you surprised by this? And where do they go from here? I mean, $10 million. Philadelphia, I mean, if they had the the ability to do that, they had the cap space to do it, $10 million bucks. He kind of gets the Patrick Peterson special, a veteran that age, looking mm -hmm. kind of on a prove-it deal, but still getting get kind of securing the bag a little bit for one yeah. season worth of play. You know, as Rapsheet said in his tweet, uh, perfect situation. He's going to play opposite Darius Slay. And, you know, that's... The, the Eagles are in a similar spot as the Arizona Cardinals. They've got a young franchise quarterback that they're trying to build around on that contract, and they've got uh, they they've got the ability to spend a little bit more than the Cardinals, and they just kind of got outbid. It seems like, and you know, if it's if it's James Bradbury on a one million or a one year ten million dollar deal, and you can get Robert Alford back somehow, mm -hmm. I, I don't mind that. I mean, I don't, I really don't see the biggest difference between a Bradbury and an Alford. And actually, Robert Alford before his injury last year played way better than James Bradbury outside of as far as the, the interceptions that, that he was able to secure with four of them last year. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not that upset. I said it yesterday. It's like guys that are going to get picked up off the market at this point, they're not going to be the ones that are going to sway your team either way. Marco Wilson. I don't know if you've seen any of the highlights or photos from the team site looks to be in fantastic shape. He's going to yeah. be somebody I expect a huge year two jump from Uh long athletic outside corner. 
And then you've got Jeff Gladney, who, Bo, I think we both agree, as Steve Kime said as much, it's like getting an extra first-round pick. That, to me, with his contract, two years, the only multi-year contract the Cardinals have given out to an exterior free agent. Like, he and Byron Murphy and Marco Wilson, those are your big three. Now, do you need more help? They re-signed the Hamilton kid, developmental special teamer. I still think they'd love to bring in a veteran corner between the ages of 28, 29, 30 to help round out that group. But, like, when you're when you're bringing in these top three guys, like you expect those guys to play a significant amount of snaps for you. You know, Jeff Gladding is not coming here to sit on the bench. He's not coming here to play special teams primarily. Yeah. It's going to be an outside corner. Byron Murphy, I think for the most part, is going to play underneath in the slot. Incredibly physical. The one of the better tacklers in that secondary. So it's like okay. You got to be able to convince another guy to come in and be a rotational player. And that might be hard for a veteran. Certainly, Bradbury for $10 million is not coming here to sit, right? No, no, not at all. And uh, but I do think it's a, you'd be a little naive if you think, hey, we're good with the with the group that we have going forward. I mean, yeah, it, it, it seemed to work out last year uh, for the first half of the season, but once they were down a, a big pass rusher in the front seven and JJ Watt, and then they lost Alford. I mean, it was a completely different defense and it lacked the depth that was necessary to kind of contend and go deeper than just the wild card round of the playoffs. So, you know, they do, I think there is one more move to be made. Uh, do I think that this group is better than uh, nationally people are giving it credit for absolutely i agree with uh, that. but they have to prove a lot there has to be a lot of work that's going to go into proving people wrong like well, as far as qualified corners or corners that 81 of them uh were you know in the group with a guy like marco wilson and he was 79th ranked 79th out of 81 corners that's not good enough. Uh, so, and Gladney was not great his rookie year. He was a first rounder. Still has a long way to go. And then yep. we know that uh, Byron Murphy, if it's just him, he's going to be in a tough spot because he's he's CB one on this roster, but he's not locked down city. He's going to have to be uh, a lot better if if these those guys don't rise to the occasion. Yeah, he's a BB plus corner who I think we hope in his next contract ascends to an AA minus kind of player. The secondary, very opportunistic. And, you know, they've got a pair of great safeties, maybe the best pair of safeties in the NFL with Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson, who, oh, by the way, needs an extension of his own right. Maybe this is partially, Bo, because you figure you're going to need to re-sign Byron Murphy, hopefully, and then also Jalen Thompson. Like, how much money can you sacrifice in that secondary? I wouldn't be surprised if we got a Jalen Thompson extension this summer. I don't know that. And then you just think about, okay, like, is this secondary going to be hampered, Gladney or not, Bradbury or not? without the presence of a pass rush. We're going to ask Ian Rappaport, you know, what the Cardinals plan to do to supplement Chandler Jones no longer being in an Arizona Cardinal uniform. We, we haven't seen them make any significant moves, certainly in the free agent market. They added two rotational defensive ends in the third round. But, you know, outside of that, Bo, I am concerned because when the pass rush was humming in the first half of last year with J.J. Watt, number 99 and 55, kicking ass off the edge, that's when the, the quarterback group looked great, offering company. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, we have huge questions about the pass rush, and the secondary got torched at the end of the year against Matthew Stafford, against Russell Wilson, against Carson Wentz, against Jared Goff. It, that, to me, is a bigger concern. If they rolled into camp with this secondary, fine, but if they don't add a rotational piece up front to help generate pressure either inside or outside – that, to me, is the biggest, bigger concern than corner right now. Right, and our guy Damian Anderson, he'll be back on the show in the next day or so. I mean, he he really pounds the table. It's like a, a great pass rush can supplement and it can it can elevate 
a pedestrian defensive secondary. It just can't. Right. It just when, when you get a quarterback, a veteran quarterback, the caliber of Matthew Stafford off his spot and he's on the run, he becomes pedestrian to below average as far as throwing the football. We've seen that and it played out very well into the Cardinals hands, as you mentioned at the beginning of the season. So, you know, where's the next move? Do they think, okay, these corners can be good enough. So we'll go out there and we'll check the veteran pass rush group. You know, a guy like Melvin Ingram already off the off the market. So who's left? You know, Jadavian Clowney. You know, is he going to get a James Bradbury type deal? Because if that's the case, Cardinals can't. They're not. They can't play in that arena. They don't have enough right. cap space. So it, it would have to take some void years. They'd have to get very cute with the cap. Uh, but you know, look, there's moves that they still have to make, Johnny. Speaking of cap space, I know I had some uh, Twitter questions today pertaining to the cap. Like, why can't the Cardinals sign Bradbury? Is it too expensive? I'll pump the brakes on that notion for a couple different reasons. Overthecap.com has them. Tremendous site. Check it out. Right around $3 million. The entire rookie class outside of Cameron Thomas is is signed now. So not too much money is going to be held up there. What I will say is that Jordan Phillips is still on the books until post-June 1st. So that post-June 1st cut, at least publicly, hasn't taken effect yet. So there's an additional $10 million you're going to hit. Then something that we're going to talk to Rap Sheet about here in a couple minutes when he joins us, that Kyler Murray extension, when it happens, and it will happen, whether it's this month or next month, should free up money in 2022. Not in 2023, presumably, but this season, it should free up some, you know, two, three, four, five million dollars for them to be able to utilize. So it is not unrealistic, Bo, that we could be sitting here in midsummer, July plus, when they did once upon a time sign a John Abraham, that they could have 20 million extra dollars to play around with. And I do think, even though it's been debunked, if Clowney is still available and you go to him and say, I'll pay you $10 million. We've got an influx of cash that we stumbled upon. I think that's a more likely scenario. And I would not be surprised, Bo, if that's what they're doing right now, kind of hedging their bet. Like we're gonna, we're gonna have as much money as we can. And then in July, we're going to see what's available, and maybe we could we could splurge. Clearly, they didn't want to splurge on Bradbury. I'm okay. Yeah, absolutely. If they can do it, do it. And that you you can't roll that cap space over into the next season. Now, I mean, where it does come into play is when some veterans they want their way out of some dwindling franchises going nowhere once the season starts, like the Von Miller deal or Zach Gertz becomes available for a late round pick, like that you'll have to make some room on your roster for cap space. So look, if you can go out there, a guy like Clowney, the sack numbers, he, he got, I think a, a pretty high career total it, for him. What was it? it like eight sacks last year for yeah. Cleveland too. That but was great against the, the run, great yeah. against the run. Uh, you know, a guy that, that just as far as his impact on the game is bigger than the box score. And if you want to get lost in the stats, let me tell you this. I mean, outside of Chandler Jones having five sacks in the first week against the Taylor Lewan, who admitted that he was trash because he was coming off of ACL surgery in week one. Uh, you know, Chandler Jones, you take away five sacks from his total last year, but he had four and a half. Yeah. So, like, if you want to get lost in the stats, he didn't exactly rack up big time sack numbers either. Yeah, I I I think Marcus Golden underrated Chandler Jones to a lot of people overrated and you're going to roll the dice on maybe a veteran when you're signing, but the future at least now is with those two third round picks of Maji Sanders and Cameron Thomas. We're, we're hoping that one of those guys blossoms into an every down pass rusher, eight to 10 sacks per season. So lot to, lot to unpack. I do want to remind everybody, unfortunately for the Phoenix Suns, the NBA playoffs, they're, they're continuing on. We're, we're continuing on as well. We're trying to brighten the mood here at PHNX Cardinals, uh, PHNX in general, but, what I want everybody to go do right now is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 
because it is the official sports betting partner of the a of the nba new customers this week can bet five dollars on any team to win get 150 dollars in free bets if they do if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the nba playoffs with DraftKings same game parlays you can do just that create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team's going to win total threes made rebounds it's the best way to get over the sun's lost bow because you can just gamble your way through it put the house on the golden state warriors that's what i'm going to do because i'm not buying luca and company anymore but right now all customers can place a same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to 25 dollars if one leg doesn't hit it's call to action download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use that promo code phnx bet five dollars any NBA team to win their game, get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, 21 and over. Arizona-only gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customer-only minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. As we await Rap Sheet Ian Rappaport momentarily here, we expect him any minute Mr. Bo Brock, have you been on the DraftKings Sportsbook app lately? Have you been dabbling during the NBA playoffs, or have you been looking at some of those NFL future bets that you can place right now? All of the above. All of the above. Um, and then to the, you see the a couple of the key Celtics out yesterday. Had the jump mm-hmm. on that. Worked into my favor. Jimmy Butler goes into God mode. Uh, and then today I see Luca enjoying a couple adult beverages before his game one. Was that real? Or was that fake? I feel like that. They're, they're I don't know. Saying that's an old photo, but like, it, does it matter? It had former Phoenix Suns head coach who was one and done Igor, who he had his spidey sense. He's like, ooh, somebody's catching a picture of us right now uh, in the photo with Luca with Boban having a nice little uh, liquid lunch. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It made me look at the the spread for tonight's game. That's for sure. What I would what I would kill for Kyler Murray just to be sitting, you know, downtown Scottsdale with Cliff with a, <laughs> with an open beverage, right? He's old enough to drink. Oh, yeah. uh, not on game day, but maybe like a Friday, Saturday, or Monday after a big victory. I, I I'm into that. I, it doesn't bother me at all. When you dominate on Sunday, if you're a good person, you treat other people well. I don't care what you do m- Monday through Saturday. It doesn't bother me at all. No, no doubt about it. If that was real today, if it was Luca enjoying a nice tall boy for himself on the day mm-hmm. of a game, you know, he becomes has he reached like athletes you want to be status? I know he's yeah, he's, he's, a four, he's a four he's a four letter word for Suns fans, but I mean, yes. come on, just his game. In fact, he's yeah. having a beer. Yeah, at hey, lunch. He's, a, he's a guy's guy. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? He's a guy's guy. A lot of people love him. I don't right. particularly care for it. Uh, maybe the new PHNX Sports Bar, Johnny. Don't tease that song unless you got a place for me. I need an address to plug. I'm ready to plug an address. <laughs> we will have a PHNX Sports Bar sometime in the near future. We can all come hang out, celebrate Cardinals together. I want to get to some of these comments here before Rap Sheet hops on. Uh, e. Lewen, five. Cornerback room potentially gets better. Other than that, what have we lost besides Jones? Uh, I would probably say, I mean... Let's let's take out the Hopkins situation, Bo. I think, you know, we all assume he's going to be back and better than ever in the second half of the season. Chase Edmonds right now is is in Miami. The Cardinals don't have a capable, reliable number two back of note. Are you concerned? That was one of the earlier questions we got mm-hmm. of of the state of the running back room and the fact that local Valley product Eno Benjamin is RB two at the moment. Yeah, it was. Uh, I saw the stat today. Chase Edmonds had a twelve percent big play rate. 
on his touches last year, and that was 12th in the NFL, and that's a massive void for the Arizona Cardinals. You look at James Conner, sure, he was money in the bank around the goal line, but he didn't have a lot of big plays. Sure, he had the screenplay in San Francisco, which was electric, but for the most part, you had to rely on old Chase Edmonds for that. Like, who's going to supplement James Conner in that role? Is it Keontae Ingram? Is it Eno Benjamin? Is it somebody else? Is it a free agent flyer like Darrell Williams? I mean, that's one of those situations that the, the Arizona Cardinals need to figure out, you know, who, who's going to be the successor for Chase Edmonds. Maybe we can ask our guest who is joining us now for the first time, NFL insider extraordinaire, avid Mets fan, New York Mets fan, who are, I believe, tied, Mr. Bobrock, for the top record in the National League. I want to bring on... For the first time on PHNX Cardinals Live, Mr. Ian Rappaport, Rap Sheet on Twitter. Ian, thanks so much for hopping on chatting with us this afternoon. No problem. What's happening, guys? How are you? By the way, uh, this is how much I care about you guys. Uh, I'm missing Max Scherzer's start to talk to you guys. My God, Max doesn't even let him throw out the ceremonial first pitch, and you're missing a, a mad dog, everybody. I know. I love that. You know what? That's fine <laughs> by me. I'm by name. Well, we'll we we'll make sure you won't miss too much of the game. We won't keep you too long. But we do have some some tasty nugget questions here for you pertaining to our, our precious Cardinals here. And, of course, top of everybody's mind, OTAs are starting next week. Kyler Murray's contract situation feels like everything's kind of cooled off. I mean, he's courtside with, with Hollywood Brown at Suns games. He's loving the organization. Again, do we have a timeline for this? Like, does it need to happen before training camp? And do you expect him at OTAs next week? I mean, I would say you'd like to have him for training camp. And, you know, I don't know if Kyle Murray is going to practice if it doesn't get done. That's just, you know, some have practiced, some haven't. Some have kind of taken care of themselves, done a little bit. Um, everyone, you know, some have done the hold in where you kind of like stay off to the side or you say, oh, my hamstring, my back, my migraines, whatever. Um, it feels to me like Kyle Murray and the Cardinals are on the same page here. Not saying they have like a deal done or whatever, but like, I think everybody was, you know, pretty much happy to go forward with a much quieter atmosphere, not as many, um, you know, eight-point writing manifestos from Agent Eric Burkhart, <laughs> mostly just quiet um, and just get to work. Now, negotiations are hard. They take time. And a lot of time, these, like, big-time mega extensions for quarterbacks, you know, can take months and happen into the summer. I mean – you know, I'll never forget uh, Derek Carr's – no, who's it? Andrew Luck's happening uh, July 4th. Derek Carr's happened, and I believe the first one was June. The last one was recently. But into the spring, into the summer, they always take forever. Um, so I'm not sure it's anything that's exactly imminent. Does, do you see that playing into the reasoning on why Eric Burkhart kind of got after it early this offseason and tried to get this deal done in an unprecedented yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, that was when – I mean, I understand it from Kyler Murray's standpoint, you know, um, the agent works for the player and I assume that Kyler Murray wanted it done. Um, and you know, if you're, there are reasons why these things happen when they do. Um, a lot of times teams kind of get through the draft, see where their budgets are and then move forward. Um, players want it sooner rather than later. I'm sure Kyler Murray wanted it done, made a big push, didn't happen, but you know, whatever that flurry was, whatever that little news cycle was, it got everyone else on the same page as far as like, all right, let's let's get together. Let's do this. And we'll try to, you know, try to come up with an answer as soon as possible, because he's going to be the team's quarterback moving forward. 
Do you think it caught Michael Bidwell and Steve Kime by surprise that that they wanted an extension this offseason? Like, do you, do you think there's a possibility Bidwell and Kime thought they could go through this offseason business as usual and not do an extension or was always kind of planned at some point? I mean, I think they knew that Kyler would push for it, right? I mean, I think they knew, you know, Eric Burkhardt is, uh, he's also represents Cliff Kingsbury. He's got a good relationship with Steve Kime. He is not shy. Uh, he is not a wallflower. So if he wants something, I assume that he's told them. So, no, I don't think any of this caught them off guard. Now, maybe they didn't expect the, you know, statement in the, the tweet. Um, but, you know, he's an agent. I mean, he's doing what he believes is best for his client. So it happened. Everybody was kind of like, all right, we're going to deal with this now and then, you know, kind of move on. As far as the number, you know, we saw Pro Football Focus put one out there over 260. We saw Deshaun Watson's crazy, completely guaranteed $230 million deal. Uh, where where do you think that this is going to go for Kyler Murray? It, or could it look like a Patrick Mahomes where it's like a ton of years and a ton of money? I mean, I don't, I would be surprised if another quarterback did a Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, the closest we've come is Josh Allen doing, I believe his was six which, you know, locks him in forever, going to be rich for the rest of his life, but there's definitely some pluses and minuses there. Um, you know, the for better or worse, the quarterback market is pretty well-defined, right? I mean, yeah. you have Dak Prescott at 40, and then you have a couple guys going up. You have, um, you know, Mahomes, which is kind of a weird deal, but 40, and then basically the next five years are 50, so that's, you know, 45. You have Deshaun Watson at 46, fully guaranteed. You have Aaron Rodgers on an extension at 50 a year over three years. So somewhere in there, you know, I mean, he has he's not led the team to a playoff win, but he's a promising young quarterback who is going to be your franchise guy, you know, somewhere in, you know, low forties to, you know, upper mid forties would be my guess, but that's, that's a big range. And that's gives him a lot to talk about. Ian, I think there was a lot of shock and surprise amongst the Cardinal fan base when when Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury got their extensions during the NFL Combine. Now they're locked in the next five or six years. We haven't heard much in the realm of Vance Joseph, their defensive coordinator, who did an interview for the Miami Dolphins head coaching job. Do you know, Ian, did he get extended or are they kind of year to year with Vance at this point? Um, I don't know for sure. I know assistants often get roll over and get extensions unless for some reason they don't want to, but I, I yeah. believe Vance likes it and wants to stay. Um, has done a nice job. I don't know for sure if he got an extension, but my assumption is uh, that it happened. Gotcha. Make sure you're following Ian Rappaport on Twitter at Rap Sheet. And, uh, you know, our guy Saul Bookman in the chat, he's asking if the Cardinals have done enough to supplement their talent that they lost this season. But more along, James Bradbury, you broke the news. He signs with the Eagles, somebody that we thought would be a good fit for the Cardinals. Who do you see maybe they could now target going forward, maybe one of those Steve Kime specials between training camp and now? Well, I mean, one of the problems, for lack of a better word, with having a quarterback who's going to make more than $40 million is that, you got to save money for that guy. So, like, yeah. I I felt like Cardinals fans were a little surprised at how this offseason went. I sort of was not – I didn't expect it to be like last season. Last season was a lot of spending, a lot of splash. This was not like that. Um, you got to save some money. And also, like, you sort of don't want to have to spend. I mean, you know, you got Hollywood Brown. Okay, let's say he's your first-round draft pick, basically. Um, other than that, you kind of hope – 
the guy, the young guys on your team play well. I mean, you don't want to be in a situation where you have to go out and get random guys from other teams, pay them too much money, and then have them come play for you. Like at some point, developing your own guys is what you want to do. And I feel like that's more the Cardinals' focus than anything. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit outside the box because this is kind of the pulse of the fan base at this point, or for the better part of the last heck decade. We've seen other teams and organizations do like rebrands, new uniforms, right? You know, Buffalo's done them. A lot of nice concepts. Cardinal fans are a little bit worn out with the cur- current color scheme and uniform that the team has. I'll, I'll just ask you yes or no. Have you heard anything about maybe a transition to new uniforms? They got four primetime games this year. What better time now, if you're going to lock up your coach, GM, and quarterback, than to start fresh with uniforms that, let's be honest, a little outdated. 2003 was the last time they updated them. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a long time. I haven't heard anything on the uh, on the uniform beat. Uh, I generally um, – <laughs> I, I will enjoy a good uniform launch. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't like when the images get leaked ahead of time. I like the surprise, Yeah. yeah. you know. Um, but, no, I haven't heard anything. I think college gotcha. uniforms are fine. Maybe – but, I mean, and now it's also like it's kind of late in the game. Usually these things happen right. like in April or May. So I haven't heard anything. But, you know, if you if you whip up the people into a little bit of a frenzy, sometimes the people can really make some changes. Yeah. We're putting Last pressure question. on Michael Bidwell yeah. and company. <laughs> Do it. Last Do question it. for Ian Rappaport, and we'll get him to uh, Max Scherzer cutting up the St. Louis Cardinals here soon for his Mets. But Snoop Dogg in town here in Phoenix. I know you're a hip-hop guy. You love Biggie, but uh, let's go West Coast. What's your favorite Snoop Dogg track? Uh, I've seen Snoop Dogg. Um, I've seen Snoop Dogg in concert three times. Nice. Um, one time in Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, it was this place called Rick's, which is like a little bar <laughs> that he was playing kind of between stops. Um, and and uh, he kept us waiting for an hour and 45 minutes. And mm. because it's Mississippi, they stopped serving beer at some point. And so you're just sitting there and I'm like, this is a mistake. Like, we should leave. And then he comes on and just blows up the place for like two hours until like two in the morning. I'm like, this guy is the best. Um Favorite track? I mean, I there's like a million. Um, the one I was listening to today when I was playing golf was Lottie Dottie, which is not a Snoop Dogg track, <laughs> but a great cover. Um, I enjoy I enjoy that. Um, you know, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I still listen to a lot of the really old stuff, so nothing but a G thing is still like yeah. on my on my mixtape, you might say. <laughs> um, just some, some classics from Snoop Dogg. There you go. That's what more of the reason why he's the best in the business. Gracious with his time, missing his Mets right now. We'll get him to it. Ian Rappaport. Follow him on Twitter at Rapsheet. Ian, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Ian. Next card. Right, good hanging, guys. Take care. Incredible stuff from the Insider NFL Network. Of course, you can see him on a daily basis. When his phone dinged and he looked down, I was like, "Oh God, please be a Kyler Murray extension right please now." Please be Let's a Michael Bidwell news. uniform <laughs> announcement that Michael, we're going to get that. Michael in this in the stream now. You're right. Was that Absolutely. was that his phone dinging with messages? I believe so. I believe so okay. because it, it coincided with him looking down, kind of. Like, I'm sure the guy. I, I liked how he brought up the Andrew Luck. Oh, he's like, oh, it was on July 4th because you know that ruined his barbecue that day because yep. he had the to kids go are to in work. the backyard. Yep. Honey, I got to step away <laughs> for the next four to five hours. You know, we work Christmas here at PHNX when the Cardinals play on Christmas. Yeah, but back to back that guy years works, now. That guy works 365. <laughs> uh, when you have 3.4 million Twitter followers, your phone I probably it probably rings a good amount. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. You think Johnny Venerable's a busy guy being the insider for the Arizona Cardinals? Just try being rap sheet. I, I don't think I don't think Schefter can drop his favorite Snoop Dogg track. That's that's how cool rap sheet is too. He, I think he took a swig of a maybe a. Did that look like a Modelo to you? <laughs> I mean, just we keep it casual here. We like to have yeah. drinks on the show. If you want. Bo's got a couple brewskis behind him. If you watch the PHNX tailgate show this fall, which why the hell wouldn't you do that every Sunday mornings when we preview uh, the NFL slate? We like to have some beverages. Myself, GM, Saul Bookman, Shane Diefenbach. Um, it's a good time. So I think Ian knows the vibe of PHNX now. Yeah, he certainly does. Uh, also, our vibe is watch parties. We love getting together. We talked about a potential sports bar. We want to continue to get together all the time with all the fun events going on. COVID-19 vaccines free for everyone five and older, 12 and older are also eligible for the booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Speaking of imbibing, a couple beers. How about OGs? Our brand new partner for PHNX Sports is OGs, and they're fantastic. They're one of Arizona's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchens, and they're dedicated to creating an innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. Mwah. Quality of the products stem from the combination of accurate dosing and amazing flavor. Edibles, not a one-size-fits-all product, which is why OGs is proud to offer a wide range of products for all the demographics and preferences. You headed out to Gila River Casino or Gila River Arena, going to see Snoop tonight. OGs better be packed away in your in your Backstreet Boys in town in two weeks. <laughs> Is Ooh. anybody going to that? I've been it's... I've been dabbling on StubHub now. Lawn season, forty bucks. Backstreet Boys in the Valley. Look, the Backstreet Boys, they're going to flavor life just like OGs. And OGs <laughs> is larger than life. Let's get tropical. They're tropical flavors. Guava, strawberry, kiwi, raspberry, orange, and pina colada. Check them out. You want more? You're interested in OGs? Check out their amazingly delicious variety of flavors at OGsBrands.com. OGs, O-G-E-E-Z, Brands.com. Ask and you shall deliver here at PHNX Cardinals Live in Rappaport. Just joining us here, breaking down Kyler Murray's contract saga. Tons of fun. Uh, we would ask if you would please, if you're first time, uh, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. If you didn't know, Bo and I do this every day because we love it. PHNX Cardinals is the place to be every day, 4 p.m. Uh, you can go on our website, which is fantastic, gophnx.com. Get a membership, 50 cents for the first month, $8.99. For the subsequent months, or you can do the smart decision, just under 60 bucks, get a year membership, rock one of these tees like the bird gang tee from our PHNX merchandise locker for free. My man Bo's got the bird on the ball. We got these hats that are soup fresh. They're going to be the hottest hats, I promise, in the entire valley. You're going to see them everywhere. Diamondback games, so much fun, hopefully at University of Phoenix Stadium, now State Farm Stadium this fall, but yeah, uh, Bo, main takeaways from uh, the interview with Rapsheet is it seems like everything's going well with Kyler and the Cardinals, fingers crossed, until we get another social scrub, right? Yeah, it doesn't seem like anything has changed as far as when where we were like a couple weeks ago, where Steve Kime was on radio uh, saying that they're, that's their next priority, basically, to, to kind of just paraphrase a little bit, but that's their next uh, box to check off on their list. And it's, it hasn't changed like, Hey, we're just going to kind of move forward into training camp or into the regular season without getting him a deal. And I think they're just trying to figure out, you know, what that deal looks like. And, and rap sheet also pointed out, like, we know what that blueprint looks like. And it's probably going to be more about Josh Allen. It's not going to be the crazy Patrick Mahomes, which is good. 
because I think that gets a little too nutty at the back end of that deal. But uh, look, he, he told me this last year, like paying your quarterback is a good thing. Like, cause Kyler Murray, 70 touchdowns, throwing the ball 20 on the ground. Nobody's reached that at this stage in his career before Kyler Murray's earned that deal. He's the best quarterback they've ever drafted in franchise history. Get him locked in. Let's just, uh, let's just make it a one off season thing where we're having a Kyler Murray saga. Teddy dogging me in the chat, by the way, for my love for Backstreet Boys. Listen, it's my wife's first love. I will just tag along. My wife and I celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary to, tomorrow, manana. And wow. I was like, well, should, Congrats, should we get, man. Thank you so much. Should we get tickets to Backstreet Boys? The toughest thing is, can I get a sitter here in Maricopa, which is basically like Timbuktu? So that's the, <laughs> the decision we're, we're weighing right now. But I do mess with the Backstreet Boys. I like them. They are they are my go-to boy band. But back to your point, Bo, I totally agree with you. And I think that, listen, do I think they make an addition or two of note before the start of training camp or the start of the season in conjunction with the Kyler Murray signing? I do. I think that still happens, whether it's a Akeem Hicks or Justin Houston or a Clowney or Kyle Fuller. Kime, say what you want about Steve Kime. His draft history, it's it's not great. He is a mad dog in free agency, Kime time signings, trade deadlines. I mean, we got Zach Ertz, Marcus Golden, Kenyon Drake. Thank you so much, guys. I promise I didn't try to make this about me. <laughs> um, so I, I always love the, the summer months of the additions of Steve Kime. So I think he's kind of hedging his bet. Like, let me take a deep breath because I'm going to get this Kyler thing done. And then I can go out and splurge a little bit in free agency because, I mean, there's still guys who can fill out their depth chart. So I agree with you there. Last thing, then we'll get you out of here, Bo. Do you think next week he's at OTAs? I even just want to see him spin a ball in his hands with, you know, with a T-shirt on. He doesn't have to be out there running the first team offense, but just make an appearance. You think we get an appearance from Kyler? I, I, I do. This is where he showed up last year. But if he doesn't, it, it, look, it's not going to be the sky is falling. It's because uh, mandatory minicamp camp is the key, and that's coming up in a couple of weeks. But what was it? I think uh, Cliff and the organization had decided last offseason that of the 10 OTAs that they had, the veterans need to be at three. So he hmm. might Good be point. tearing that down come next week. But uh, if not, maybe it's mandatory. That's If, if he's missed the mandatory stuff, that's where it's, it's going to be a big, big news uh, for this podcast and this fan base and that organization. That olive branch, if you will, you know, when you something happens with your significant other, you got to extend the olive branch. Hollywood Brown is our olive branch. Steve Kimes' oh, yeah. olive branch to Kyler Murray. So I predict if we get Hollywood Brown next week at OTAs, getting acclimated to this new offense, trying to get a deal himself, going to play under the fifth-year option in 2023, something tells me as they're courtside for Suns, Mavericks, that Kyler Murray will be with Hollywood Brown. With all due respect to Colt McCoy, let number one throw in number two and let six prosper, meaning six in touchdowns. Again, I want to thank everybody. We want to thank Ian Rappaport for his time today. We'll be back tomorrow. Myself, Bo Brock, Frank Sanders. On anniversary day? Oh, come on. I always work. On I anniversary? Work. It's I grind for the people. Don't turn the lights I, down. You know, listen, that, that kind of thing, that doesn't gym. happen at four o'clock. Put on I Want show. It That Way with the lights low, <laughs> candles lit. I don't know, maybe, or Shape of My Heart. What, which, um, which song? Quit <laughs> playing games with my heart, maybe. Oh, the Millennial Album. So much good stuff. The good stuff is here, though. PHNX Cardinals. Thank you to Ian Rappaport. Follow him on Bull Brock at Bull Brock on Twitter. I'm Johnny Venerable. We will see you manana. Bye, everybody.